Well, I just have a few moments this morning to share some thoughts with you. Uh, first of all, let me say thank you. Thank you for coming up and sharing your stories. Your, your professional faith experience is so much more than mine was. I just remember sitting in front of a whole bunch of guys around a big table answering their questions and coming up front of the church saying I do and sitting down again. So thank you for sharing your story and making it meaningful. I hope it's a day, I hope this is a day and a moment that you'll remember, that you'll reflect on, um, and that God will use this day to, to, first of all, remind you, to remind you of God's presence in your life, um, to remind you of how God has worked and God is going to work, so that when you hit those moments, and they are coming, when you doubt, maybe even when you outright rebel against God, that you'll remember this day and realize God's never going to let go of me. Even if I'm pushing away from God, he's going to hold on to me. So, so help it to remind you of who God is in your life. And I hope it's a day that will always encourage you. Encourage you to keep growing, to keep exploring, to keep, to keep cultivating this life with God, this spiritual journey that you're on. And so as, as you begin this, this new chapter in your journey, this intentional chapter, this public chapter of your faith journey, this public chapter in your relationship with God and in your relationship with the church, um, I want to give you just a brief word of warning and word of encouragement. And I want to invite everybody here to listen in. I'm not just speaking to just the four of them because I think these words might bring you back to your profession, might bring you to who and who you are today and how you're living today as well. Okay, you see the you need to know that you're entering a community here called the church. You're entering an organization that God designed. But we're a community that we are far too often like the world around us. Right? We, we far too often are, are selfish and self-centered, wanting only what will serve us best or make us comfortable. Far too often we in this community are prideful. And we're eager to boast and we want others to see us and to celebrate us and to honor us. Far too often we care far too much about our standing in community, about our place in this community. And we, and we care about moving up the pecking order here, right? Of having more authority, having more power, having more recognition those are characteristics that, that this world around us celebrates, right? You go into the business world, you go into the sports world, it's about moving on up. In the financial world, it's about getting more and being more. In, in academics, it's about being better than everybody else around you. Your GPA's got to be more, you get better job. In the world around us, they're all about moving up. But sadly, that's all too common here in this community, in the church as well, right? Here's how it works, right? We're, we're community, like these boxes here. Everybody's unique. Everybody's different. Everybody has their different looks and gifts. And, and, and instead of just celebrating those differences, we look at the people around us and we think, how can I use that person? How can I use that person to move myself up and so and so we step on each other we use each other to build ourselves up to to move on up in the world so this guy's got more recognition now because they use him as a stepping ladder to be better and and this person's now on top of that one and we're moving on up 
Everybody can see me. Everybody can celebrate me. Look at me. Forget the person down here. It's the way it works in the world. That's the way so often now it works in the church. We go for titles and power and recognition. And we want, we want everybody to know who we are. And to think about this moment for you. This moment for all of you is, is kind of your moment, right? You got to come up front, say hi to everybody. They said hi back to you. That, that's power, right? People are here to see you this morning. Friends and family came. We're going to serve cake to celebrate you. It would be so easy for you to let that sink into your heart as a prideful thing. It's going to be easy for you to let the holiness you, you desire, that you promised, to become a holier-than-thou-ness, right? To look at others around and say, yeah, I'm at least better than this person. And that's how you move on up. Remember the story of the Pharisees praying? God, thank you I'm not like that poor sinner over there. Put me up on top of the sack, God. Aren't you impressed with me? If you fall into that better than mode, know that you're in good company. Because... <laughs> Because that started right when the church started. Right? If you look at Jesus and his 12 disciples as maybe the start of the church, the very first church, then you see this kind of prideful arrogance seeping in right away. So in Matthew chapter 20, Jesus is, is traveling, walking with his disciples, with these 12 men that he surrounded himself with. And there must have been other people around there because in the midst of this journey... James and John and, his, and their mother, for some reason their mother was traveling with, they come and approach Jesus on the side. And it kind of feels like middle school when mommy has to come to your rescue, right? Mom takes the lead here. She drags James and John forward to Jesus and says, hey Jesus, I got a question for you. One simple request. And Jesus says, okay, what is it? And she says to them, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right hand and the other at your left in your kingdom. And this isn't about who sits where around the table, this request. This request is all about power. This request is all about recognition. This request is all about prominence. About, it's about moving on up. It's about moving up the pecking order. Jesus, I want my boys to be better than all the rest of your disciples. I want them to get the recognition. I want them to have the power. Will you move them up the pecking order to be the top of the top so that everybody will see them and everyone will know them? And the rest of the disciples, when they find out about this conversation, they are ticked off. They are angry. And I'd like to say they're angry because they realize how wrong this request is. But I don't think that's the case. I think they're angry because they feel like they've just been used. James and John have just put them on the bottom and climbed up on them to get to the top. And I think they're jealous. They want to be on the top. I think they're kicking themselves saying, why didn't I think of asking that? Why didn't I call my mom to come over? Because they want to be up on the top too. And I can just picture Jesus. He's been walking with them for months and years, teaching them. 
I can imagine his frustration, his disappointment as they're fighting their way to the top. And, and he calls timeout, kind of like a coach. You know, when the basketball team's out on the court and they're falling apart, they aren't doing anything that they've been practicing for all these months together. And the coach finally seen enough. Timeout, huddle up everybody, get off the court, gather around. I got something to say to you. So Jesus huddles his disciples together. And I think he invites the four of you into the huddle. I think he's inviting all of us into the huddle. Come into the huddle. Jesus pulls us together. And he says, you want to win this game? You want to know what this is all about? You want to get this right? Let me tell you again what it takes to be great in my world. What it takes to get to the top in this community that I'm making. Listen up, team. Whoever among you wants to be great. You want to get to the top? You want to be great? then you need to be a servant. And whoever wants to be first, you want to be first where everybody can see you? Be a slave. Jesus turns this whole stacking process on its head. He turns it all upside down and he says, if you want to get to the top, then you got to get to the bottom. You have to be a servant and a slave. Let that sink in today. Right, today is your special day. Today is the day that, that you get to be put on a pedestal. Hopefully you're pointing to God, but, but everybody's recognizing you today. Don't let that go to your head. Don't let that twist your spiritual heart. Don't let any kind of pride Ruin this moment or ruin your place in the family of God, in the community of God. Don't let your desire for holiness turn into holier-than-thou-ness. Beneath the surface of your life, beneath the surface of what you say day in and day out, beneath the surface of what you do day in and day out, beneath the surface of who you are, you need to you need to make it clear that underneath, when you peel all that away, there is true humility. That is where the kingdom of God is built. That, my friends, is how you will be great. You will be great in the kingdom of God when this is your foundation. When you humble yourself before Jesus Christ and who he is, and what he's done. Because the people who have true humility beneath the surface, those are the pillars in God's kingdom and in God's community. They're the ones who are back serving in the nursery and nobody knows that they're back there week in and week out. These are the people who, who are cooking meals for Alpha and for Koinonia, and nobody knows that they're serving those meals. The people who, who duck freezer meals into the freezer and they do it after hours so that they make sure nobody sees them come. These are the people who are on their knees in prayer for you, for each of you. And you don't even know that they're praying for you. But they're doing it. They're serving you in that way. These are, these are the people who spend the night with our homeless guests. 
You don't know their names. I'm sure they'd be rather, rather be sleeping in their own bed, but they're sleeping here because they care about people they hardly even know. The people who are rooted in true humility. Whoever wants to be great in this community, whoever wants Jesus to look at them and say, man, am I proud of you. Man, am I proud of you. They will be servants and they will be slaves. So when you remember this moment here today, when you remember being up front, I want you to remember this box. I want you to remember this word. And let it be a reminder to you that for God's people, the way up, for all of us and for you, the way up, the way to be great is to go down, to be a servant and a slave. So I hope that all four of you will be great in the kingdom of God. In fact, we're going to pray for that. I'd like to invite the four of you to come back up. I'm going to put this box right in the middle here. I want you to 